0: I mean, M. Night Shyamalan is out here ruining people's families, all right? Literally. Like, single-handedly ruining people's families. Who needs and divorce
1: what? court when you got M. Night Shyamalan?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm Skyler and i'm gary and this is the nerds inc podcast this week we have one of our favorite very special guests back on oh how are you doing
2: fantastic fantastic good to see you guys again
0: good to see you again too i know we had you on for our john wick 4 review i believe it was back this past spring so happy to have you back on again as we review our top five most anticipated movies of
2: 2023 yes sir let's get it man i'm excited yeah
0: So, Gary, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing
1: good, man. Um, I played a little bit of Spider-Man before we jumped on the pod, so I'm feeling pretty good. As you should.
0: (laughs) Um, Good to hear. Well, as I mentioned, we are going to be reviewing our lists. Uh, It's kind of our our last three episodes of not only 2023, but of our current season two on the podcast. So uh, really just wanting to kind of go over... You know, how did these movies do? How did our expectations uh, work? You know, were they met? You know, should they have been on our list? All that kind of stuff. We thought it would be kind of a fun topic to review.
1: Yeah. um, I I don't know if this was how you planned on it being titled, but I definitely am going to call this our uh, most anticipated series revisited. Uh, Oh, I'm kind of a fan of. Kitchen Nightmares, uh, for those of you who do not know. (laughs) (laughs) And um, every season, uh, towards the end, they do a Kitchen Nightmares Revisited type thing where, you know, Gordon Ramsay goes and he revisits a lot of the uh, uh, restaurants that he's helped throughout the season. And I thought, you know, since we're revisiting the list that we created, why not call it Revisited, you know?
0: I like it. It's legendary. Yeah. Put it on a t shirt. Right. Great. So, uh, Gary, if we want to kind of go back and forth, just recapping our top five, what was your top five list for most anticipated movies of the year?
1: All right. So on my list, um, I had to go back and just make sure that I had this right. But um, I, I guess uh, my most anticipated at the bottom, starting uh, from number five, going up to the one, uh, originally Megan. Then uh, I had Eminem and Was had Creed three, John Wick four, and Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning uh, as my top five. Nice, if you have
0: yes. Going in no particular order, I, I like that you went in order. That was good. Um, I had Ant <laughs> Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, Doom Part Two, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, Knock at the Cabin, and John Wick Chapter Four. Nice, nice. So, um. I guess we should start with, did these movies release? And I say that because obviously (laughs) I had Dune Part 2 on my list. And then sadly, because of the SAG-AFTRA strike, as well as the WGA strike earlier this year, uh, HBO and WB did decide uh, to move Dune Part 2 back. Uh, So it is now going to be released as of March 1st, 2024. Let's hope that date stays solid because the movie's already done. The movie's already done. All they got to do is, you know, do the release marketing it. for it and release <laughs> right. it. Exactly. I'm kind of <laughs> upset they pushed it back this far. They should have just put it to January 1st, if we're being honest, but, yeah. right. um, <laughs> but, Oh, are you a fan of the Dune movies at all? Or are you excited for part two?
2: Oh yeah, definitely, man. Um, I, it's just like the perfect, uh, action packed film. Um, great pacing with it. Um, when i heard about like the the actor strike i was just like if y'all can just give us that <laughs> one and strike you know i want everything to turn out great but just give us that movie and i'll be a happy camper so glad we got a good uh release date on it at least yes
0: and like i said yeah. they better not push it back again because this movie is already done it's not like i have to do any <laughs> other work on it.
2: exactly <laughs>
1: Like they don't even have to do reshoots. That's the that's the crazy part. that like all yeah. that has been done.
0: Denny Villeneuve, he's got it in the back. He's done. Yep. <laughs> all right. So um, out of our top five, uh, Gary, if you want to just briefly kind of go over, like, what did you think of each of your top five movies after you saw them?
1: All right. So I'll do one at a time. Uh, I won't go into too much detail because we we did review
0: a lot of these already. So that's...
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So first, Megan. Uh, honestly, I felt like this movie hit my top five most anticipated just because of the unique concept. And it stuck the landing, in my opinion. Uh, to go back and listen to the review. Scholar and I talked about it. I enjoyed the movie. It wasn't that great, but for mixing a comedy slash thriller slash horror type thing, it did its job. Eminem uh, Walsh mania Next. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, Jonathan well, Majors is mad right now. He was yeah. also the only
1: good part of the movie. Um, <laughs> outside, I mean, again, we Skyler and I reviewed it. I expected more. Um, it's funny, I actually re listened to the episode, we talked about it, and the the mindset was this was going to be the first serious entry into the Ant Man uh
0: franchise, and it they followed faked the same step. Out. i they faked like, this out yeah. Hands. Those trailers were not accurate at all.
1: At all. That that's when yeah. uh, you have to be those fans who sued uh, the studios. Like that's when you have to be that. <laughs> um, Creaky three. I watched it on um, Prime. Um, I thought it was really good. Honestly, um, I kind of disappointed. I didn't see it in theaters, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad because while it was a really good, uh, really good film, uh, it had a lot of really good tension. There was a lot of writing issues that I saw, um, a lot of dialogue things. Things felt a little rushed. But you can kind of expect that from a first-time director, so you give them a little bit of slack. Uh, I don't believe we reviewed this one, but um, this is one that I think, looking back on it, probably would if, if we were going to like rank movies for the year, um, I would put this one relatively lower on the list, but definitely over Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, And then uh, Mission Impossible Day Reckoning, I did not see it yet. Uh, I know, huge disappointment. This was my most anticipated (laughs) movie for the year. Like I'm so excited for it, and yet I just (laughs) haven't had any opportunity to watch it yet. Uh, I hope, uh, because I think it's on either Peacock or Paramount. It's on one of those. Um, Mm -hmm. I hope to watch it sometime soon. I hear mixed things about it. Unfortunately, it came out, what, two weeks before Barbenheimer took over the the world so it got hit really hard yeah. with the box office aspect but uh that that's one I'm pretty excited to watch before the year is over with.
0: Agreed. So oh what did uh what did you think of any of these movies if if you want to talk about which ones you saw?
2: Um definitely Ant Man um <laughs> and the wasp Quantumania that one it was definitely on my most anticipated list, and once I seen it, I was just like, where's the rest of the movie? Like, (laughs) where... I I just, I was just really kind of lost with the direction they were going in. Uh, Like Gary said, Jonathan Majors was definitely the best part. Um, It it also just kind of felt like the premise of the movie, it just shouldn't have been an Ant-Man film, like, I think that should have just been like another another Avengers maybe or if they wanted to just go in a completely different direction maybe do like a gamble on the Fantastic Four premise with that but it Ant-Man is just not a guy he's not a character that I think of you know oh, I wonder who's going to save the world or who's going (laughs) to save us Ant-Man does not come up on the list at all They could have did way better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then were you able to see Creed 3?
2: So Creed 3, I had to watch that a couple times. Um it was really good. I seen some like minor writing issues with it, but it wasn't like it wasn't Ant Man and the Wasp bad. <laughs> you know, it was definitely entertaining, uh definitely rewatchable. Jonathan Majors just killed it again. Like, the mm-hmm. man, like, he, he just don't miss, man. He's always cooking. I, mm-hmm. I just know he was punching air for Ant-Man 3, man. I know he's punching air right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Or about Kang Dynasty, because they just uh, got a new director. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And they're doing
1: a new writer for that one as well. hmm Jeez. My whole issue with Ant-Man and the Wasp, um, and I'll be done with talking about this movie for the next 10 years, <laughs> Is Kang is not a villain That you give to just Ant-Man Like it would make sense if they gave him to Iron Man But Ant-Man, I mean Even if it was like Hank Pym Ant-Man I would understand a little bit more Yeah But even with that, that's still a stretch Ant-Man and the Wasp, they're not heroes even in the comics, that you would go and be like, "Oh yeah, they deserve to have this villain. That's going to be a big, yeah, multiversal level villain. Like they really wasted came for that film, and that was yep. my biggest gripe with it. It's like I never felt for one any threat of the people's lives, other than mm-hmm. like maybe some side characters that showed up for two seconds, and then I never thought, oh, you know, this is going to be a problem that's going to span the rest of the multiverse saga for marvel i didn't feel that in any shape of the imagination so they failed in that regards um and honestly if they i'm pretty sure if they had a chance to redo it they would probably change a lot of things about the movie yeah
0: yeah i think to use a great analogy that you would appreciate gary and i'm sure uh certainly would oh but i think using uh, kang for ant-man is like using deathstroke for green arrow for you know the arrow verse that we had like to me it's like i know i know he's not a multiversal <laughs> villain like like kang is but deathstroke is clearly batman and robin's villain yeah they made, they made i see Reno. i see the vision i
1: don't I, agree, vision. I don't completely agree with it but i can understand it <laughs> it's, a, it's a fair comparison though, i will say that yeah
0: like Slade wilson is fighting oliver queen What? <laughs> <laughs> so understandable um With my top five, starting with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, not to go too far in depth because we have been talking about it, um, I I agree. Um, I don't think I I came down as hard on the film when we initially reviewed it, but I definitely think, as we did talk about, that Jonathan Majors was clearly the best part of the movie. He carried it. Um, you know, especially when you have, uh, you know, Ant-Man, the Wasp, and then his daughter, which I forget her name already. Cassie. Um, Cassie, there we go. They're all like in their, their ant suits. Right. And they all just look like a bunch of colorful Power Rangers. Um, and yeah. that's not, that's, that's not a knock on Power Rangers. Cause I, I enjoyed Power Rangers as a kid, but it just like, it felt so out of place. Uh, I think that the, the really redeeming qualities of it, once again, Jonathan Majors and then the world that they were in that, yeah. that, um, quantum verse, if you will. Um, Moving on to Dune part two, sadly, as we mentioned, it did not come out. So I can't even comment on it. Although I am very upset that it did not release this year. I think (laughs) pushing it back as far as they did is a little ridiculous. It could have come out in December or something else, whatever. Yeah. Um, But Dune part two didn't release and I'm mad about it. Uh, Guardians of the galaxy volume three. This movie, I felt like as far as recent MCU movies go, It was one of the better ones, which is great because obviously James Gunn doesn't really miss either. Um, You know, we did review it. So uh, if you haven't listened to that review, certainly go back uh, through the pod and listen to it. Um, But yeah, no, I I certainly enjoyed kind of like that last outing for the Guardians as they currently are, you know, that current iteration. Um, But oh, did you get to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3?
2: I did. I saw that. Um, the, I saw it on the uh, opening weekend. Um, definitely a, a big step in the right direction. Um, my one thing that I kind of was iffy about, I liked how they did Drax, but I was just kind of like, man, I know this is going to be Batista's last bout with this character. I would have liked to have seen more, but with how they wrote the character, I kind of get it. Um it it was good though overall. Um I really liked the the use of the slow motion effects that they did. They That's didn't true, yeah. yeah, they didn't overdo it like uh what is that? One company Sony, I think it is. Uh <laughs> I had to do it. I'm I i, I have not forgiven them for so much, but <laughs> you shouldn't. The Uncharted <laughs>
0: series deserved better, I agree.
2: Exactly. You know, um they showed how to uh cin- like cinematography wise, just how to put a little bit of each element into like the slow motion, the fast pace, the you know, the progression of a fight. It's not just like oh, bad guy one sees good guy one and then they just immediately go at it. You know, there's a nice amount of build-up to it. Right. So Agreed. yeah, they really did their thing on that one.
0: Yeah. And I felt like as with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and, you know... Jonathan Majors as Kang, I really felt like and, and Gary, I know that you remember us talking about this, that Chakutia Awuji as the High Evolutionary was freaking amazing. The show. So, the yeah. I think one of the redeeming qualities certainly for the MCU films recently is that their, their villains have been becoming more memorable which is great because between yeah. the High Evolutionary and Kang, I felt like that was some of the, the better villain writing that we've gotten compared to like Marvel Phase 2 or Phase 3 right. wasn't very great. <laughs> Here's so the, the if we're going to look elves? at Dark Elves. <laughs> you know uh was it whiplash right for iron Jeez, man 2 oh, no. come cringe.
1: on
0: get, get whiplash out of here um mickey rourke come on just a waste um, of mickey rourke <laughs> um so that those are two kind of redeeming qualities but yeah chakudi Wuji, chef's kiss he's amazing mm-hmm. want to see him in a lot more and he's worked with james gunn quite a bit so i'm sure yes. we'll probably see him in the dcu more maybe oh obviously. yeah um, and then obviously a knock at the cabin I had in my top five as well, but mm. uh, that's, that's what I'm going to give. I'm going to give <laughs> a, uh. like I, it, the trailer really drew me in and I should have known better because here's the thing. I like M night Shyamalan's films, <laughs> not all of them. Many of them I do. I think that he was very revolutionary with a lot of his early work in the early 2000s, mid 2000s and then of course he comes out with huge flops like Avatar The Last Airbender and we can't forgive him for The Last Airbender mm-hmm. we cannot um, that, that, that show is still top tier anime in my opinion um, yeah. top 10 of all animation in my opinion and as far as the story goes so, you know, M. Night Shyamalan has had some misses. He also did After Earth, which single-handedly tanked Jaden mm-hmm. Smith's acting career. Like, do you That's guys really, realize... I don't, know, I, I don't know if you guys know this, and I don't know if those listening know this, but do you know that Jaden... Jaden Smith requested that he be emancipated from his parents after his dad forced him to do After Earth.
1: I remember that. That was a big wow. Thing.
0: <laughs> I missed so, that. I mean, M Night Shyamalan is out here ruining people's families. All right, literally like, single handedly ruining people's families. Who needs divorce were-
1: court when you got M Night Shyamalan? <laughs>
0: I mean, Jaden Smith left the family after that. That's how bad that experience was. So, you know, Uh, he's had a lot of misses recently, and Knock at the Cabin I felt like, I was like, okay, this is him returning to form. It's going to be great. And, you know, it had its moments, um, but... By and large, like, I mean, Dave Bautista was great in it. I felt like this, he was one of the shining yeah. moments of the film. Rupert Grint, I was excited to see him because I haven't really seen him in any mainstream work post Harry Potter, but also very, yeah. eh. and Jonathan Groff, I felt like was great. Um But Jonathan Groff and Dave Bautista kind of carried it for me. Outside of that, the story was very <laughs> non-memorable, if you will.
1: Yeah, it was. disappointing. Yeah.
0: Uh, And then John Wick Chapter 4, I mean, what else needs to be said? Right. What else needs to be said? We had (laughs) O on the pod to review it, so if you haven't listened to that, certainly go back, check it out. O has some great, great thoughts about that, great moments in it. Um, I mean, John Wick Chapter 4, I honestly think out of my entire top five list since June Part 2 didn't come out, like, John Wick Chapter 4 is number one, clearly.
2: Agreed. Yep. Yeah
0: uh and kind of speaking of which as we are kind of talking about this top five i thought it would be interesting to kind of go through what the critical acclaim for it was because even if we reviewed these movies um you know i wonder like kind of like how they're sitting right now as far as in the public sphere so gary do you want to provide kind of what the ratings were for each of your top five
1: uh yeah uh let me pull that up real quick because that was actually pretty interesting to see um so uh, I don't know if you're using uh, IMDb. I love using of course. IMDb. Of course, yeah, it's our I mean, best friend. We, we don't. <laughs> we're not one of those that use uh, Rotten Tomatoes as no. Yeah,
0: IMDb but, is the elite uh, research uh, tool for anything. Agreed. These
1: days. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, first, starting off with Megan. Uh, on IMDb currently has a 6.4 out of 10. Um, Wow. My scaling is five and under relatively bad five to six or 5.5 to six is usually pretty decent. And then 6.5 and up, I usually say is good to great. So for this to have a 6.4 out of 10 uh, to me, honestly says a lot. It's pretty good. Yeah. All right. So, uh, next, um, I'm going to go to Eminem and Quantum Mania. Uh, oh, currently, <laughs> on IMDB, it uh, actually has a 6.1 out of 10, which is actually better than what I anticipated. Wow. Um, that means people liked it more than I did, because I think when we did our review, I think I gave it like a 4 or 5 or something. I think I yeah. had a really rough grade on it. Me too. <laughs> yeah, so 6, 6, <laughs> 6.1 out of 10 is not bad. Um now Cree 3. Uh currently on IMDB 6.7 out of 10. Um I'm actually disappointed. I think that should be a little bit higher. i put it at closer to about 7, 7.5 ish. But 6.7 isn't bad. Yeah. Um, and then I mean I'm pretty sure we all know John Wick 4 uh has a really high rating, but uh on IMDB um it has a 7.7 7 out of
0: 10. Uh, Way usually disappointing. Got to pump those numbers on and that's on. with <laughs> me
1: putting a rating on it a ten out of ten. So uh, <laughs> a lot of people we gave it a little, much lower ratings. It seems all right. Yeah. And then finally, uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, uh, the highest-rated movie on my list right now, seven point eight out of ten. Not disappointing. Not surprising. Mission Impossible's always put out bangers. So. That tracks. Surprising, though, that it's higher than John with Chapter 4, because I feel like John with Chapter yeah. 4 probably has a better story. But I'll, I'll say when we get to our very last episode for this year, uh, I'll probably have already seen it and be able to discuss whether or not that's accurate or not.
0: Fair. Very fair. Yeah. Uh, oh, What do you think of these uh, critical ratings?
1: Uh
2: they were pretty decent. Ant Man and the Wasp definitely should. They've been they been a little too generous <laughs> for that. I, if I could be real, they, they've been a little too generous with that one. Um, Creed, I think Creed definitely deserved to be a little bit higher. Like uh, Gary said, like in that seven, seven and a half range. Um, I also think with going back to Ant Man really quickly. Um, I also think the generosity comes in with it just having Marvel's name across it. So it's just like, yeah. oh, it's Marvel. So maybe, I don't know, 60% of people, you know, just are automatically going to be like, oh, it's, it's going to be good because it's Marvel. Like, mm-hmm. bar none. But if you're a real Marvel fan... We're we're realistic, right? You know, we we can agree that, you know, Marvel sometimes they miss, it's okay. That one they completely breaked.
0: And we know that. <laughs> but, this, uh, this episode should really just be titled We're crapping on Quantum Mania the entire episode.
2: Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think overall those are pretty accurate. Some I would definitely uh bump up a little bit. Some I would just I just throw the bucket at it.
1: <laughs> Fair. I'm actually very surprised that my entire list, the lowest one with uh was Ant Man at six point one. Um, yeah. So that actually says a lot that like people enjoy movies more <laughs> this year. Um than people have been trying to give credit for. Like if you go on social media, it's always like, Oh, you know, movies stink this year. Things aren't as good. And it's like, I don't know. Like a lot of these ratings are pretty good on IMDb. Mm
0: -hmm. Going off my top five list as far as like what they were reviewed. I mean, you already talked about two of them with Ant-Man and then John Wick. What I was really surprised about just kind of looking at it because Ant-Man is a 6.1, a knock at the cabin. Is also a 6.1, which I felt like Knock at the Cabin, they're also kind of rating it a little too high. And I also wonder if how much of that is based off of, well, it's M Night Shyamalan. So, you know, we got to help them out. (laughs) But it's like, once again, (laughs) M Night Shyamalan has kind of been missing lately. So, come on. Um, I I think they were a little generous with the 6.1. What I was kind of surprised to see was that out of (laughs) out of my top five, because obviously Dune hasn't come out. We've already talked about Ant-Man and John Wick. That Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 on IMDb is currently rated at a 7.9 out of 10. That's the highest rating. It is rated higher wow. than John Wick Chapter 4.
1: This is, a, this is blasphemy. <laughs> <work>. oh, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like,
0: I think we can all say, like, yeah, we enjoy James Gunn's work. We enjoyed the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, but to say Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is better that's then, a
2: bold you know, statement. Better right. than
0: John Wick Chapter Four. I'm sorry, no.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> honestly. No. Yeah. No. So that I need was, to talk to somebody's manager. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I was very surprised to see that. So no, John Wick, you know, with only a 7.7, 7, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three with a 7.9. Now, of course, this is all subjective, right? Every review that's posted, mm-hmm. whether it's Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb, it's subjective. It comes from both, you know, your average moviegoers and then you have your (coughs) critics. So, yeah, um, I definitely think that John Wick um, and kind of going into really our next topic here, Gary, if we were to kind of re-rank these movies, I know you kind of already alluded to yours. I certainly, as I mentioned, would put John Wick uh, chapter four as number one. And I really don't know after seeing these movies, like I might have Guardians volume three in there in my top five, but I don't know if I would put Ant-Man or Knock at the Cabin in my top five if I had to reorder it?
1: Yeah, uh, if I had to redo my list, I would definitely take out um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I would put Guardians of the Galaxy in. Um, I would keep Mission Impossible, but it wouldn't be my most anticipated. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would probably be number two for me. Um, I would definitely put John Wick at number one. Um, And then I'd probably put Creed at number five and move Megan up to four. Um, I enjoyed Megan. Just a little bit more just because of its unique concept. But um, yeah, that's how I would do. I would start my list with Creed, go to Megan, put Guardians of the Galaxy number three, uh <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy three at number three, and then uh put Mission Impossible at two and keep John Wick at number one.
0: Smart, smart. Now, oh, I'm I'm gonna ask you a kind of a very difficult, almost impossible question.
1: Oh if, man.
0: <laughs> if you were gonna reorder these lists what order would you do? Would you keep any of these in your top five? If not, what would you put in your top five for movies of this year?
2: Um, I would for sure put John Wick completely bar none at number one. Um, I, I feel like that's kind of a no brainer. Like it's one of those that it really just elevated the action movie genre overall, in my opinion. Um, So I would definitely keep that in the top spot. Um, for number two, I think the Marvel fan in me would probably go Guardians 3 um, just because of Marvel being on the surface today, being the faceplate of the franchise, as well as, you know, just kind of seeing where the adventure goes to with, uh, you know, what what's James Gunn got going on now? So I would have that at two. I would completely cross off Quantumania, get it out of here. <laughs> um, I would actually I would probably put Creed 3 after that and then it. now it did not come out in theaters, but I would put it in my top five just because of the, the mystery that was surrounding it from the trailers. They called Tyrone. I would that was a good one. Fair. I would put fair. that in there. Um, but after seeing it, I would probably put that right under John Wick.
1: Yeah. Very yeah. Fair. That's a good one. I
2: yeah. like that.
0: And you know, after seeing it, and I know Gary you and I have kind of talked about it, um, I would probably include in my top five uh the The Killer
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. so that that. that was
0: also it didn't come out in theaters but it was a netflix film and it's currently on netflix if you guys want to check it out those listening um the killer i mean if you like a slow burn as i mentioned when we were talking about our top five directors and you know uh david fincher it's a david fincher film (laughs) so it has that kind of really slow pacing you know suspense build up and it was surprisingly good i know um there's a lot of people kind of talking about, oh, it was too slow. Oh, it wasn't really an assassin movie. But it's like all of his movies are like so suspenseful and there's such a buildup to it. Exactly. That I think the payoff is always worth it in the end. And Michael Fassbender was amazing in it. So if I were to kind of re-rank this, I would definitely include The Killer.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the movie I'm watching tonight. Like bar none. I forgot to watch it last weekend. <laughs> like I wanted to. I forgot. Yeah. My- Michael Fassbender? I'm sold.
0: David Fincher? Come on.
1: Yeah. Hey, it's there. Okay. so good. And then a movie I think we also need to kind of, I guess, touch on just a little bit, or I guess two, but Barbenheimer. Um, I didn't get to see Oppenheimer. You saw Oppenheimer. Um, I think Barbie. I wouldn't have put it in my top five list, but um, it would be right up under there for me.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, I would easily include Barbie in my top ten because I did get to see it from home, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought Margot Robbie was great. I loved how meta that movie was. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, did you get to see Barbie?
2: So I did I did not get to join in on that one. Um I probably will watch that tonight too. So I got I got that on my list. I got um I may give uh they clone Tyrone another spin. Also I'm gonna do Across the Spider
1: Verse again too.
0: Yes, good choice. Yes. That also should have been in yes. my top five. Yeah, I thought
1: about that, yeah. That was yeah. really good. <laughs> Honestly, it's- yes, that should be a retroactive <laughs> top five. Now that I think about it.
0: <laughs> you know, and now that I think about it, it's almost disrespectful that we didn't include that in either of our top fives. <laughs> right. That's pretty disrespectful. It is. <laughs> because I mean the first one, you know, into the spider verse was so good. Across the spider verse just like topped it to a whole new level. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we're sorry. Yes, let's go ahead and issue a public apology. Yeah, it's Mistakes me, made. <laughs> exactly. we, we won't do it again. When Beyond the Spider-Verse comes out, we it's will be, be the top five. Top sure. five easily, easily. For sure. Which that's been pushed back to 2025, I believe. Is that right? Uh, yeah, 2025. Uh, so sad. Because it was supposed to originally come out next year, but next as year. with so many films, it, a lot of them got pushed back. So yep. They to have
1: to see. do rewrites on that script, so mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting.
0: Right. So, Oh, uh, do you have any kind of final thoughts as we kind of start to wrap up this episode with your, your top five list?
2: Um, honestly, man, um, like you said, we all just kind of crapped on, uh, Quantumania, so.
0: The whole episode.
2: Yeah. yeah, we'll just, you know, keep crapping on that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but not kidding. Um, no, yeah, like, no
0: ant man for please no ant man for
2: no no please 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 don't like we don't need it we've we've seen enough it's just okay <laughs> um aside from that uh just for you guys um I listen to you guys every week uh just i love what you guys do like just I'm a fan you got a fan over here in st Louis man so appreciate keep doing your thing I, I love it
0: we appreciate it man we appreciate it Gary any final thoughts today <laughs>
1: um check out the most anticipated top five list of 2023 coming from nerds inc uh happened in january 2023 so yeah mm-hmm. y'all go check it out listen to see what we said at the time and listen to what we have to say <laughs>
0: now. oh how the times have changed right you know
1: things that happened 10 months ago you know
0: <laughs> yeah it's been a while. Um yes, certainly go back listen to that episode once again dropped at uh, beginning of January uh 2023 or at least mid-January um where we talk about our top five list, our top five list and you can hear the optimism in our voices. We were we were so innocent back then, and you know what? But this is this is a trend that we're going to keep going, right? So you know, for 2024, we are going to release several episodes about our kind of top five most anticipated movies, shows, and video games. Maybe some comics if we want to throw that in there. Um, But we will be talking about this again, certainly. So I think it was important for us to kind of recap these movies because once again, some of them didn't even come out. Some of them shouldn't have been in our top five at all. Some of them we we enjoyed more than others. (laughs) And then, of course, there's always what should have been in it, right? So that's how I feel about it. So certainly go back and listen to that episode so you can kind of get some perspective to this episode if you don't remember. Uh, Go ahead and listen to our review for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Our review of John Wick <laughs> Chapter Four, which had also O on it, and that was such a fun episode to record with you, O. so oh, we're happy, yes. happy to have you for that, and uh, and we also did a review of Megan too. Yes, so definitely listen to our review of Megan. It'll all really bring this into the full perspective <laughs> for those listening. Um, but yes, uh, I've thoroughly kind of gotten to enjoy this conversation with you guys, and I'm, I'm glad that we we're able to to recap it saying. And Obi, before we let you go, do you want to tell the good people uh, your social media handles so people can check you out?
1: Sure.
2: Um, Facebook, Otis McClure, Uh, Instagram. uh, I'm at the Custom Corner 314. You can go on there. Check out some my artwork, my merchandise. Um, My link in my bio has my link tree. I've got a a new website just launched. like, about a month or so ago, um, got custom hoodies, shirts, uh, you name it, I got it, or it's coming soon. Um, Other than that, you can catch me in the streets, man. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I'm, 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 I'm
0: not
2: I just realized how that are going to tell Liz on you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do not catch him in these streets. <laughs>
2: Right. please do not catch me in the streets right. I will be at home safe
0: <laughs> <laughs> but definitely uh, check out uh, O's work on Instagram I know he's a great uh, visual and graphic designer so we, we love appreciate seeing your it. work man and we're proud of you
2: thank you I appreciate it
0: all right but as always everyone I'm Skyler and I'm Gary and this has been the Nerds Inc. podcast we will see you guys next time everyone. This is Skylar with the Nerds podcast here to say thanks for listening. And if you're enjoying our weekly discussions, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Ask us a question, provide your thoughts on our discussions, and we may just talk about it in a future episode. Thanks.